Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity, tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I'm super excited to have Emily Burnath here with us today. Emily is an author. She's the author of the book, Broken Lenses. And you can find more about her at emilyburnathauthor.com. She has a passion for reaching out to women and guiding them to living out an identity rooted in truth. After being a rape survivor, she found her life quickly turn away from having everything she thought she wanted and toward feelings of both hopelessness and worthlessness. It was during that time and being open about her experience, that it became apparent to her just how many other people experience those same feelings and so easily allow things that aren't true about them to define them. Her passion for wanting to take her outreach to women to the next level drove her toward writing this book. She began to identify some of the pe- some of the popular lies that she saw and heard people believing about themselves from her past experiences she was able to find new life for herself in living her life for god for that reason she uses the bible as the source of this book to provide truths for people to turn to during any time they may be seeing themselves falling into the traps of any of these lies. Her book, of course, is titled Broken Lenses. You can grab a copy of that at her website, which is in the show notes. Emily, how's it going today? It's going pretty well. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Let's uh, let's kick things off with your book because that's, you know, you're an author and that's something that is super interesting about, you know, what you wrote your book for because you wrote it for a very purposeful reason. It wasn't just... Because I, I, the thing that stands out, let me preface this for the people listening. When we chatted for the first time, one of the things that I think is so interesting about you is the fact that you really don't like the writing process. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> You're an author that doesn't enjoy writing, which I think is awesome because that's how powerful your 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 um you know your message is. You overcome that to get make sure it gets out into the world to help other people. So tell us a little bit about your story and you know what you're so passionate about. Well, I was a chemistry major for my undergrad, and actually in my English class, my freshman year of college. Mind you, this was a one-page essay. My teacher didn't even read the whole page. She drew a line through in the middle of it, said, see me after class, and told me I didn't know how to grammatically put a sentence together. So (laughs) if that tells you anything about how much I enjoy writing, (laughs) yeah, I'm more of a math and science person at heart. But really, I started writing when I was approached about potentially leading a small group at the church I go to. And I just... A part of doing that was figuring out, you know, what would we do when these people came to my house for this small group? 
Um, and I knew from that conversation that uh, I didn't want to go other over some other Bible study that someone had already written that I had a message that I wanted to tell to people and realize that if I wanted to say it, that I had to write it. So <laughs> that's kind of where it started. And so when you're writing, is it like, can you get into the flow and get into it and just like let it come out? Or is it something that can somewhat be a painful process, but you go through it to get that end result? You know what? Over the process of the past few years, I've made a lot of author friends. And I know that some of those people who you're talking about that just the words just come out right out of them. That is not me. <laughs> when I sit down to write, it's more I probably sit down for about half an hour to an hour, just not writing anything. It's more thinking it out through my head, how I want it, the lesson to go. Um, and it's more like thinking about the approach and then I'll start writing. And yeah, so, you know, four to 500 words in a day is like my, that's a good day for me. <laughs> do you find, do you find some, like after you're done writing though, do you have that feeling of accomplishment? Like, do you feel good about yourself or is it like, I'm glad that's over and you wipe your <laughs> sweat away from your brow? Oh no, it absolutely is feeling of, of accomplishment. I do feel good. And sometimes I'll even read, I'll be like, wow, that was good. Let me tell you that God is uh, a great orchestrator of words. <laughs> that's really cool. So yeah, I, I mean, and that's something that when we talked about, I figured out because when you said you're more of a math and science person, uh, you know, I'm more, I, you know, I like science, but numbers and stuff, I'm more of an English person myself. So I knew that you typically don't go both ways. There are some people that do, but most people are either the math and science side of the spectrum or the English literature side of the spectrum. And it takes a lot to cross over, but typically when people do, it's for a really good reason. And you have a really good reason. So do you mind telling just your story briefly so that people have some context of where you're coming from and what makes your message so powerful? Yeah, so I had prayed to receive God into my life. I was in middle school, uh, I don't know, probably 12 or 13. I don't know the exact day, but yeah, so I knew from that day that God was real. Um, I had nightmares my entire childhood, and someone, and most of it came from a fear of being alone, which is why I am not alone. Is one of the chapters in Broken Lenses. I'm very passionate about people knowing that that's, you know, true that there's someone there with you. And as soon as I asked God, I was like, "Look, God, if I'm not alone, take away these nightmares." He did that night instantly. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I knew I wasn't alone. I knew God was there, but God didn't really become like uh, someone I pursued a relationship with until college. And I didn't even know really that that was possible. Um, but after I had been raped in college, that was the, the same night that I really refaced to God. And I was like, what the heck? Because I had gone quite a few years prior to that, just like, ignoring his existence really like I knew he was there but it wasn't someone I turned to when I needed you know to someone to talk to right like that's not who God was for me then um but yeah so after that um a few months later I had made some new friends in classes who reintroduced me um to going to church being involved in small groups and really that was the time of my life that I needed it the most um it was very dark and, you know, I really didn't think I was, I, I deserved any, like, any future good relationship ever again, like that had been taken away from me. Um, and I know a lot of other people feel like that, too. Um, 
and being shown the light and the truth of, you know, who, who God really saw me as despite everything I had done and everything that had happened to me and the freedom that came from that. It was incredible. And yeah, so I'm, I've committed to doing what I can to be that same light to other people. Um, yeah. I, I love the, the, I don't love what you went through. But I do love the way you framed it in order to take something that was a horrific experience, but use it to help other people and use it to provide, you know, good things and positivity to help other people that may be going through the same thing or maybe helping them so they don't have to go through similar situations. Um, they can, they know what to look for and can kind of protect themselves. So where did you get that, you know, where did you get that reframe from? Because a lot of people, when think, bad things happen, they can wallow in it or they can let it define them. But you made a conscious decision to not only overcome it, but also help other people do the same. Where did that come from? Yeah, so for me, the, after that had happened, the way... I saw my like friends and family that didn't necessarily change. The really the biggest change for me was my view of myself. Like I had gone from, you know, I thought I was a pretty good person to feeling just dirty and disgusting and worthless. Like, and that happened pretty quickly. Um, and really what, what caused the change for me was really understanding how much God loved me and saw me for who I was and not for what had happened to me, that that was a world changer. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, like I said, it was that level of intimacy and really that's <laughs> one of the main themes in, in broken lenses is intimacy. Like there is no one on this planet that wants to get to know you and love you more than God does or for you to get to know them. Right. God knows everything, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So when in I, no, no, I was yeah. just gonna say in broken lenses, now that you, you know, you, you brought that up, what can someone expect to get from reading the book? Like number one, who are the types of people that the book was written for that you read the book for and what can they get from the book as they, when they read it? I, I think there's two different kinds of people, right? There's the group that you know, maybe are in the same shoes that I was and not seeing themselves in a very healthy light and they need some light shined into certain areas of themselves like I did. Um, but I also think, you know, there's a place for someone who's really just wanting to go deeper in their relationship with God and like who, what is true about me as a creation of God and, you know, the, what's the deeper meaning behind that all, right? Because I know, you know, there's a lot of devotionals out there. Um, I purposefully did not write broken lenses and what I say in a fluffy manner. So <laughs> if you're looking to to dig deep and really discover out who you are and who God made you to be, like that's another demographic, I would say. Did you take somewhat of a scientific approach when you wrote the book? <laughs> of course. There's there's definitely a few chemistry analogies in there. Science and God speak the same language, in my opinion. That sounds like a great topic for the next episode. So I'm going <laughs> to hold that, hold on to that thought. And I want to remind people to visit you at emilyburnathauthor.com to also grab a copy of your book while they're there. Broken Lenses is the title of that. Emily, thank you so much for being here. This has been great. And I can't wait to speak with you again real soon. Thank you. 
Hey everyone, I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcast and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.